Now recording. Oh boy, it's been a minute, hasn't it? Yeah, yeah. We've been busy with uh, life, Let's, you know, events and stuff. Just been a busy life. time for us. Life being the optimal word. Yeah, right. Uh, but yeah, uh, welcome back to the United We Nerd podcast, where we talk about anything and everything under the nerd sun. Hell yeah. Of course, I, I am your host, Brian, along with your other host, Joel. Hello, Joel. Hello, everyone. How is everyone on this Friday? I had the day off. That's why I'm like chipper. So <laughs> I got a nice little rest day to be a fucking bum. So yeah, you got a day off today, didn't you? I know. Yeah, and I was like, I better double check. I was checking my calendar. I was checking my phone. Double check. I was like, I better not have to be get a call in about twenty minutes. Where are you? You know, I I had to like triple check. I was like, all right, I could just be a fucking nerd on my Xbox for a few hours. Okay, legit. So I never realized how much I would appreciate like a day off, like at this point in our life. But also at the same time, it feels weird because um, last week I called off or called like out of work for a day just because, you know, I was mentally exhausted. So I just wanted to take a day for myself. Hell yeah. And so when I saw, when I looked at like the time and it was like, oh, it's like 9 a.m. And I'm like, fuck, I'd be on my break right now. <laughs> at work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was, it was, so, it's just a weird feeling. And because shit, when I think, when I think back, like we really do take breaks for granted when we're younger. Cause like we're, we were so used to like having like, you know, we'd have like the weekends off and then we'd have, you know, our winter break, our summer break, our spring break, like when we were in school and shit, and mm-hmm. then random holidays and stuff. And it's like, damn, didn't like feel like such a long time, like especially like the summer. Didn't it feel like a long ass time? Oh, it did, especially with everyone. I mean, when, shouldn't say everyone, but a lot of people like starting to go back to their quote unquote normal job with masks and stuff too. Um, it just it did feel long, and, and you know, all of a sudden it was fall and then winter, and then we're in spring already. I'm like, oh fuck, <laughs> like it's just. Yeah. So slow and so fast at the same time. It's it's crazy. Like I remember back when a lockdown happened. I I was at I was out of work for like three months. And it's like in in retrospect, it is it is not that long of a time compared to a lot of other people. But like at a certain point, the days just kind of like combined together, and it's just like it felt super long. Like it felt like most of the year. Like, There's no sleep schedule. You didn't have to. You didn't have to go to bed at any time. You didn't have like a responsibility to fucking do. Your responsibility was to be safe and alive. That was That's it. true. Hey, man, it's it's easy to do that when you were just inside playing video games all day. Oh yeah, I was doing that for like three months until I got my jobs. <laughs> I was like, I need a job now. Ugh, shit. Jacks isn't paying me money. It's actually pretty good. Uh, it's back to like a school schedule. So you know, there's some holidays and spring break and stuff, and I uh, I go and set up to teach PE, and then I put stuff away and. Deal with a large, a big group of K through eighth graders, so that's fun. Different styles, attitudes, listening skills. It's it's interesting, but uh, yeah, it's a very chill nice. job. I love that the the boss does not breathe down my neck; just checks up on me, 
when I can. Not to say oh, that yeah. jobs, I didn't have a lot of jobs like that, but there was definitely some jobs where it's like, you could tell you're being monitored a lot. But it's nice. It's like, they give you freedom as long, you know, you have to do pretty bad to mess up in this gig, so. Yeah. No one has left this job for a bad reason. That's what I've been told. Everyone's left out of their own volition, so. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. I mean, that's that's good when, like, the other employees there are just like, he's like, you're all right, dude. You know, you're yeah. good. Yeah, exactly. So, and I'm happy to work, too, so. Oh, for sure. I didn't think okay. I'd ever say that, but, it's, you know, capitalism got to pay the bills. This lizard doesn't feed itself. You know? My Xbox doesn't, you know, turn <laughs> electricity by itself, so. Yeah, and I mean, like, also, you just, like, after being productive for so long like yeah it's nice to take a break but after a while you just start like getting the itch it's like fuck i just want to go do something i want to yeah. get at, i want i want a reason to get out of the house <laughs> that that certainly helped uh <laughs> for sure <laughs> i was i went from like being a like 500 steps a day person you know living in front of my tv to yeah uh like at minimum 5000 steps a day engaging with you know over 100 different like minds a day so it was, it was a big transition mm -hmm. and i'm actually tired because i wake up early in the morning <laughs> so hell yeah last podcast for those who listened to the book of <laughs> bubble fett i was fucking dead like i was hell like powered yeah. oh, <laughs> you were like saying stuff and i was like you could like oh. just notice the trail <laughs> off this is like, like i talked to one of our buddies he's like oh i thought you were just taking a long time to think it's like nah dude i was fucking <laughs> sleeping man i was falling asleep he's like oh that makes a lot of sense so for those yeah, who look. suffered through that, I am sorry, but also we <laughs> we had to do it, and I was like, "Fuck, we don't do this." A little behind the scenes, <laughs> power dude. <laughs> it's like, oh no! <laughs> Even when we were done, I was like, "I got that little burst of energy." Like, yeah, we did it. And I was like, like <laughs> <laughs> pass out on the couch, dude. That was literally like twenty minutes later. I was like, I'm out. Like, it was a long day <laughs> that day. Yeah, man. Yeah. Well, that's good though. It's good. It's good that you know you're getting into like a new rhythm, and it seems mm -hmm. to be working out. What about with you? How's work been with you? Uh, it's been steady. You know, I can't complain, especially after going through all that overtime. Oh, so okay. now, so now, so now things are are kind of getting back to a normal, which is which is good. But yeah, besides that, you know, just kind of doing life shit. I had to. I don't know if I told you this, but like the other week I had to experience what it was like to uh replace all of my tires on oh, my car on my van. That is always so fun. <laughs> and I haven't I haven't had to like purchase tires in a very long time, so I forgot how expensive it is. Oh yeah. So so what prompted this was for some reason like my at least one of my tires has always been prone to getting uh like nails or screws stuck into it dude same and I, i'd always patch it up like it was patchable and i kept doing it and then like it happened again recently and i'm just like oh fuck maybe i should start getting tires and then it wasn't until i was driving home late at night after a um a local uh card shop uh event and i was driving down uh skyline and it it was it like rained for like a quick second, so it was like slick. And I was like, all right, I'll just drive slow and be safe. And then I did, and everything was fine. When I get home, you know, for I don't know what prompted me to do this, but I I looked down to like my front tire, and I looked at it, 
And then I look to the rear tire, and I look back to the right, to the front one, and I realized that a lot of the tread was almost gone from the like the rim of the tire, like the edge of the tire. Oh, and I was like, "Fuck, that could have been bad." <laughs> like if I was rushing to get home, that would have been fucking bad. So I was like, "All right, I have to bite the bullet." So, yeah, eight hundred dollars later, <laughs> I have a brand, I have a brand new set of tires. I mean, you need to do that. Uh, I'm, I'm about to get some myself. We have a specific tire that has a hole that is too small to patch, but big enough really? where if it's I'm using it a lot, I have to keep inflating it. I was talking to my dad, who's a mechanic. He's like, um, you can kind of hold out if you want till November at latest. But also, I've had these tiles, these tiles, these tires for uh, about thirty thousand miles. But I've been doing a lot, commuting a lot with them too. Mm-hmm. Uh, recently so i have to get new tires soon but yeah i feel like i have this like portable um tire uh or just like it's like a pump right and then just every Mm -hmm. couple days like i've got to pump it up because the other day it was like hello i was like oh dude (laughs) i used to do that a lot and it got super annoying it is i I can imagine yeah but soon but uh like you new tires if you want um i can tell you the place i went to oh is it a local business there it's Local-ish. It's a it's a company that I think got bought by another company, but they did pretty good work, and they have a deal that I could tell you about later. Oh hell yeah, let's go! Yeah, if not I'm gonna go to Costco. So <laughs> Costco tire, dude. Costco tires. I mean, yeah. Every every time someone brings up Costco, I always think like, oh, I should get a membership again, and then I forget about it until someone brings it up again. It's convenient. It's it convenient. That's where uh, I got my first Game Boy was from a Target. I mean, I didn't pay for it. I didn't have any fucking income, but purple That's Game Boy cool. Color, the Pokemon pack, was from Costco. Me and my sister got one. Dude, I, I always keep forgetting that Costco has like those weird-ass bundles that no one else has. They're just really good deals. Same. Man, I- you know, I was going to get a... Uh, Xbox Series S actually from Costco when they had it in stock. I was I was waiting to bite the bullet, but recently uh, my buddy Fernando he got a Series X, so I have his the slim Xbox for now. So the One X, yeah, yeah. So my Xbox One is going to go to a friend of mine who has a 360. So the refurbished will still have a little bit of life left. The eight years of <laughs> Xbox <laughs> One life. I said, man, it might die on you, but he's like, good. At least I can focus on school when it dies. So, <laughs> yeah. Hey, man, how how do you feel about having an Xbox as water cooled? Dude, it's weird. It's quiet. I don't like it. Right. <laughs> I've eight years of hearing this <laughs> fucking fan going and overheating, huh? and I dusted a little too. There's still some cat shit in it too, uh, meaning hair, not actual shit. Uh, but mm. yeah, and its difference is notable. Um, you know, I've had my Xbox One for, yeah, like eight years, I think, coming up now, or almost a decade, and, it's like, it's yeah. just crisper, something's load faster, I was just playing Destiny earlier, we could talk a little bit about that, too, uh, and I was like, oh, this cutscene actually booted up faster, <laughs> like, this cutscene I've seen already, <laughs> it, it, it took, Dude. like, five minutes the first time I saw it, and this time it took, like, one minute, I was like, oh, shit, this is sick, and, um, see it, Thieves, ooh, already cleaner, what were you gonna say, though? No, I was just going to say, I'm glad that you're able to experience that, because I remember when I first got the One X, and I was like, oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> it, was so, it was so much faster. It was so good. Oh, dude, it, but, it really is. But yeah, like just like, like 
like I know you've you've been holding on for that for the Xbox One for forever, and I was yeah. thinking about it. it's like technically because I know you got yours like the year after it came out, yeah. But like the Xbox One, the original Xbox One, is going to be ten years old next year. Jeez, like it's coming up on its like ninth year this year. So I mean, for it lasting for a console like that, like a first generation console lasting that long, yeah. Or first generation in terms of like its ecosystem. Yeah, like the the Xbox One, like ecosystem is pretty good. Because yeah, I man. think like my first 360 didn't last that long. It like Shit, man. barely made it to two years before it got the red ring. <laughs> man, those those 360s were kind of like they went through a lot. I'm glad mine lasted as long as it did, but when it it you know it died, <laughs> it was it was done. <laughs> when it was done, it was done. There was no kind of there's no way bringing it back, you know. It's just it's just the design, you know. Like if you think about it, I like the 360 went through so many revisions. Mm-hmm. When I'm like looking back on it, because like they had the original like that that white tower that you had to apply like the uh, the hard drive to the top of it. Dude, I remember that. Remember? And then they changed it to like having it be more of like like that slimmer like black box. It was like the. I think they called it the Slim at that point. It was like the Xbox 360 Slim model. And then I remember it was so weird, but like when they announced the Xbox One, they decided to um, make a new version of the 360 to make it look like a smaller version of the Xbox One X. I remember or that. Not the One X, but the Xbox One. And I was just like, that's cool, you know, that you're making a new version, but you're just going to confuse the fuck out of people that don't know what the difference is. I, I almost bought like that, that by accident before I got my refurbished one. I was like, Oh, this is cheap. Wait a second. I had to like double take, make sure I, I, I we can never, I don't think we'll ever like get to that point. Cause I think we're, we're just like a generation that like is too clued in on like all this stuff is just cause we're into it. Mm-hmm. But I can't imagine like us being kids and our parents trying to figure that shit out for like <laughs> birthdays or Christmas, like figuring out like what some things are, especially for us, because like have to admit, like we have some video games that have nonsense title oh, <laughs> title yeah. names and having like your parents not knowing anything about it. Like I can't tell you how many times that my parents have had when I was younger to like question like how to pronounce a Dragon Ball fighting game. <laughs> like the Tenkaichi Budokai. It's like, you're not going <laughs> to fucking know how to pronounce that shit. <laughs> oh, man. I remember uh, you, you just made me uh, pull a core memory. I helped my uncle clean his backyard a long time ago. He's like, all right, I'll get you a video game. I was like, oh, I want, and I said it like without missing a beat, like Mobile Suit Gundam Zeonic Front. <laughs> you know, he's like, "What the fuck is this?" But we, you know, I got it. <laughs> Played the shit out of that game. It's like a tactical Gundam game, and it has like one of my favorite Gundams in it. So, but yeah, I was like, "What? Could you get you something normal, like like Madden or something?" <laughs> it's like, no, I like the Gundam. I like the robot fighting. I like war. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but yeah, but it's just it's just kind of like. It's one of those things just interesting to think about sometimes where it's like, man, I can only imagine like in the, how like the future is going to be like, because like even like people in our generation that don't really know or like aren't really into like 
certain genres of things, like we'll understand like what it is just like purely through like internet memory. Got that right. Yeah. That's wild. You also made me remember my 360 um, needed a Wi-Fi adapter because I wasn't allowed when I had it. I wasn't allowed to run a, uh, ah. a Ethernet through the house when I lived with my parents. So I had to buy a Wi-Fi adapter for my 360. And my Internet at the time was fucking garbage. Every five minutes, the connection would be interrupted for the longest time until I moved out. I had shitty Internet on my Xbox. And okay. It, oh, my God. <laughs> now, I will agree that. Your parents had shitty Wi-Fi and shitty internet. Oh yeah. But legit, legit though, those three sixty like wire like Wi-Fi adapters were also pretty shitty. Cause I had one and where my bedroom was at my parents' place, like literally the router was in the next room. So like there wasn't even like that much in between like my room and the the router. And still my Xbox could barely hold a connection. Just like struggling. It sometimes it just wouldn't even it just wouldn't even connect. And I was like, "Fuck this!" And I, <laughs> I what I do? I I actually ran a cable, and then because it crossed the hallway, I ended up putting <laughs> a, like a, a floor mat <laughs> where the cable runs across the hallway, so no one had to trip on it. Oh, nice. It's like I'm getting. It's like I'm playing online. Damn it! See, I went the opposite way. I, I just was like, all right, I'll play games I can play offline, like Fallout Three and New Vegas oh, yeah. and and Sky. Oh God, Skyrim! I put at least a thousand hours in that, a minimum in that game, just fucking around because I didn't have to worry about internet, which was nice. But then, oh, like, yeah. yeah, playing with you guys online with. Like oh shit, I need <laughs> I need better internet, guys. I'm st- I'm lagging through the walls. Here. But like back back then, like playing online was like a special occasion kind of thing. Because if you compare like our our library, like game libraries now compared to back then, like back then it was majority single player games. Yeah, you know, and we would have like the occasional like Call of Duty or you know um, Mass Effect Three yeah, multiplayer. Yeah. Oh god, that too. Uh, but like nowadays, it's like what game doesn't have online? You know, like yeah. we play so many games nowadays that are either like games as a, as a service or like just multiplayer is like the the thing to do. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like like really rare to have a game where it's just like by yourself and it's just an experience. Um, I'm looking at a actually looking at my titles right now. Like the PlayStation, it's clear because that's mainly a. They try to focus on single-player adventures, but yeah, I see like Horizon, Spider-Man, Mass Effect, you know, collection, and then I see Battlefront Two needs online, Destiny Two needs online, Evolve, although dead, needs online, Assassin's Creed Origins kind of needs online, like you, it could function without it, but it probably needs it for updates. Anthem, the dead game, uh, still needs online, and then what's that? Like, oh, Witcher Three, if you want to download some stuff, Overwatch, Sea of Thieves, <laughs> you know? Yeah. It just it just kind of over, overtakes like the the shelf space, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it is just weird, dude? It's it's so cool and so weird to see how far games have come, you know. Like retrospectively, like going back all the way to like I was I felt at the time when I was little, like Pokemon Blue was just as as immersive as. Uh, <laughs> fucking Arceus, you know, obviously not, you know, by comparison, but when, you know, the, when I was little, it's like, oh yeah, this is like the real thing. I hope it gets better as I get older. And it, it did. <laughs> it did. 
Now, now you've been playing uh, Legends Arceus, right? Not as much, unfortunately. I want to play more, okay. but yeah, another big thing came out recently. Uh, Destiny 2, Witch Queen DLC dropped, and yeah, all my attention went mm-hmm. there, so... Oh, you want to talk about that? Real quick? Oh, hell yeah! I mean, I don't think I, we've talked. We haven't gotten to talk about it. I mean, I'm not gonna want to spoil too much because I know you're you're not done yet. But uh, it's no. a really big content drop. People are saying it's better than the Taken King. I think so, but it's also fresh in the mind. Taken King wasn't a good experience for me either. Uh, as far as the King's Fall raid, uh, the story was cool. Getting new powers is cool. You know, in this we got some updates, new weapons. Um, you know that. Uh, in the trailer, they showed the grenade launcher that shoots a, a hive worm. That shit's pretty fun. Uh, but yeah, really good. I, the story is very strong. Voice acting is really good. And uh, the they added a, like, you can do it casually or, like, legendary mode. You know, with all these modifiers, it's harder. There's a cap on how far you can go. And uh, it's actually very challenging without throwing in. The, there's these things called champions. For those who don't play, they're really annoying, and you need a certain loadout to take them out sometimes. Uh, they don't have that in the legendary mode. They said just have like very challenging enemies that actually make you think about how to fight. Instead of like, okay, bring this weapon to stop this guy. No, it's like you actually have to work with your team or you know bring yourself back to fight. You've played some legendary missions. You should. Uh... Oh, I've been playing yeah. them all in legendary. <laughs> yeah, they're. Yeah, what what do you think about those? It's nice because it gives like it gives returning players like a better reason to play through the story. Like everybody's going to play through the story regardless, but like we've fuck, we've been, we've been into this for three, like three years now for destiny Two. like it's four, four years. Maybe. Fuck. I don't know. Shit. Got to Google it now. A long no, time, a very long time for destiny. So it's like, it's nice to have, you know, a, we get to experience the story, but also have something that is challenging and also gives us a better incentive to do so, to do stuff. But of course, like they give you the option to like interchange it whenever you want. Like if you want to kind of just go through the story and you know not get your ass beat, you know they give you that option. Um, but yeah, I haven't finished the story, but it's it's pretty good. So I will agree, it's probably one of the better stories they've had recently. I honestly don't remember too much of um, uh, the Taken King that much, just because I don't think I was like really that into it at the time. Like I, to this day, I haven't really ever finished fully done the Fallen King raid at all. Like I snuck in at like the last minute with when you guys were doing it. So it was it was just one of those things where it's like uh, you have all of this stuff that's been s- setting up, especially since they've had to pause. Well, not pause, but they pushed, they pushed back the start of the new season for Destiny, and it really shows because they came out of the gate with all of this new content. Like you have the new uh, revamped Void subclass, you have Hell the yeah. all the new weapons, all the all the new story that actually has like a lot of actual decent content in it. It's meaty. It is very surprisingly meaty, like. Usually with like the story, you you can kind of if you have like a good solid night, you can get through it all. It's like no, you can't. It's like you probably could if you want really want to try, but it's like I still haven't finished it yet. And like you have weapon crafting now, and that's actually has been a very interesting system of how they've managed to make it work. And then you they added the new weapon, the glaive, 
And I've been Hell loving that yeah. weapon. Dude, game. I just wanted to, I wanted to say really quick. Um, also, it came out September 6, 2017. Do we feel old yet? Anyway, um, oh, God. right? It's almost on five years soon, I think. Uh, oh, yeah, it's 2022. Anyway, the Glaive is hella fun. That's what I was looking forward to, like, the most, that new weapon type. And uh, it's seemingly balanced. I mean, they have this long pole arm that shoots a projectile. And if, you know, you get some kills with it, pulls up, pulls up a little shield. It doesn't feel too overpowered either, which I think they did very well. It's a melee weapon like that that's kind of in between a sword, but not as strong. It can get very dangerous very fast, but uh, it, I think they've done a good job. It's just fun to just go and whack everything to death. Oh, yeah. Like like you said, it's not it's not too overpowered, which I think is kind of nice. Because even, even though like, I, I tend to be the one that goes in there and just starts like waving it around, like melee striking things. But even then, it's not like a one-hit kill for for a lot of stuff. Like you still have to like whack them hard with it. Oh yeah, especially in the new um, like social area. Yeah, and then and legendary. You can't just be you know key like willy nilly and just whacking everyone. You gotta be a little more methodical. <laughs> yeah. What what I did what I did like is that because pretty much like slight spoilers, I guess it's not really a spoiler if you know anything about the expansion, but like when. When you get the glaive, it's like your first like crafted weapon, and so you kind of get to test out like how that really works. And so basically, it's like the more you use the weapon, the more it levels up. Just kind of like, kind of like how original Destiny used to be, mm-hmm. in in a sort of way. But with this one, it's like you level it up, but then you can take it back to get reforged, and then from there you can actually choose what like perks it has and like what it does. And so you can kind of mess around with it and kind of see what works and what doesn't work. And you can kind of tailor it to how you like to play, which is actually really neat. And they allow you to do it, uh, allow you to do that with a lot of the newer weapons as well. But I have, I personally haven't tried that yet. Have you, have you tried making other weapons? A couple. Um, I'm trying to, there's two I'm trying to find you in order to make them though. You have to find them with the red frame two times. And um, oh, okay. You could do that with some of the raid weapons too, but you need the red frame. So um, mm-hmm. yeah, there's uh, in order to make the exotic glaive because there's one for each subclass. You need uh, there's two weapons that I need. I think two more frames I need. But yeah, it's cool. It's like you, of course, you need the grind for the materials. You can pick the perks that you've unlocked for it, and then you can make it. Pretty straightforward. It's just again, you need the grind and a little bit of luck to get some of the weapons. Speaking of the raid, uh, when you beat the game on Legendary, you get like high enough armor to kind of get ready for the raid. So uh, some of us in our in our raid group, we beat the Legendary campaign and we were able to jump into the raid day one, which actually uh, oh. happened for me and some of the people. I think, yeah, some of the guests we've had here, I think Ben and I think even Josh jumped in at one point. Yeah, so the new raid's called Valve the Disciple, and contest mode, of course, is really rough. <laughs> and uh, it's my second time doing a contest mode day. That shit is tough, but it's pretty cool as far as like new puzzles and enemy types and the bosses we fought. Uh, we didn't finish it when con- I haven't finished it yet. Um, but yeah, we got, pr- I think, decently far. As far as I- I'm concerned with contest mode, I just want to beat an encounter. <laughs> you know, even if there's four of them. <laughs> Hey, we we made it here. We did something, and I got a weapon, cool, or a piece of armor. So I, I was pretty stoked that we got even that far. Yeah, it, it was cool to like actually like have people ready to try and 
go in with people I, I trust to raid too, because LFG is just not my thing anymore. I I can't stomach it. Yeah, it's I've I've only heard like so so many bad things about LFG recently. Like I know it's always been kind of like an issue, but it's like even like more recently, I've been hearing so many other people's like stories about you know people you know fucking gatekeeping raid experiences just because of like somebody doesn't have the right weapon or the the piece of yeah. armor they need or they're they're they haven't done it before and it's like yeah. okay buddy calm down it's unfortunate that it sours it like i've definitely had some good lfg experiences but it's like even then it's like it's just really when it's bad it's really bad and uh, even with this raid people were like complaining like oh the extended contest day Oh, my emblem's not special anymore. Fuck you. <laughs> Gatekeeping a fucking emblem. Fuck off. <laughs> we get it. You got your special emblem. So sad you have to share. Get out of here. <laughs> Fuck you. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry that your emblem is worthless just because they extended it a few hours. Yeah, to like, what, 100,000 people who actually could have time to beat it? Out of what two hundred thousand people? There's some stats out there. I don't know the actual stats, but it's like, I, I don't know. I didn't think we would even get close to beating. We didn't. But it's like, yeah, we're not doing it. But it's like, geez, just share a little bit, y'all. Come on. <laughs> it's it's like, the more you think about it, it's like, yeah, it's it'd be cool if it was something you had, so you can be kind of like, yeah, I was there for that. At the end of the day, it's just it's just all digital. It's just you know. If if Destiny Two servers were to shut down tomorrow, it wouldn't matter, you yeah. know. Unless if you like, maybe you took like a picture of it or something. I don't know, but it's like it's personally, I just don't know how some people could just be that like <laughs> difficult over things like that. I don't know. It's weird. Yeah, people just you know ownership of their things, I guess. Speaking I guess. of ownership of things, how'd you like those mm -hmm. new forts and Sea of Thieves, Brian? Okay, so we tried them out yesterday, and they were really cool. I actually dig, dug them a lot. It, from the reports I was hearing about the people who were testing out the new fortresses in Sea of Thieves, it's pretty much what I expected based off of that information. It's like you have these, what, there was like six new fortresses that yeah. are on the map now, and each of them is like those Spanish-style fortresses. That have the the ghost pirates on them, and you kind of park your ship next to them, and you like fight all the the ghost pirates to the point where you you win the fortress, and then you loot the entire the entire place. Which I had a lot of fun because not only are there like storage rooms where they have all the big treasure, but you can go throughout the entire fortress and literally just open cabinets and find like secret stash stashed. Uh, treasure like hidden throughout and i thought that was really dope and then like i had all these like pulley systems so you can kind of like help mm -hmm. offload like all of your loot and then it had like another like like social space so it's just, like you could like cook stuff there you had you know all of your equipment boxes and giant map where you can plan out your next moves and stuff like that yeah i i liked it it's a good move it's actually like if you really just want to like scratch your itch of Sea of Thieves, like get in and get out in 30 minutes. That's literally it. Like, this is a game that usually takes at least an hour, hour and a half investment, I'd say. This is like, yo, let's go in, do this real quick, and be done. And that's, I think that's what's nice about this. It's quick, clean, still fun, still captures what you can do. And um, mm. 
if you, even if you're like under attack, you could. It's not like I feel like with other forts, it's a little harder to kind of hold your ground. I, we haven't run into it yet, but like getting there and like holding your ground is definitely like a real like. Oh, if you have the fort, it's harder for them to like another team to take over. Where it it could be like it can go either way at a regular fort. So that that was like just the layout, cannons and everything. And what's really cool is it's like a. You know, it's like a old Spanish fort, but there's uh, levels, right? And what's cool is the ghosts go through the levels. They could teleport oh, yeah. from top to bottom. So we were, like, fighting a captain at, like, the topmost level. I was annoyingly ringing the bell, spamming it. And then the captain actually went down to one of our buddy uh, Jameson down a floor. I, like, teleported <laughs> to the floor, which I thought was really cool. And then, of course, we all ganged up on him. But it's like, oh, shit, they can go through the floors. That's really, like, a cool feature that I, I liked. Yeah, it was. it, was, it kind of brought more of that excitement just because like the ghost the ghost pirates have been in there since a pirate's life has come out and it's like we we see them every once in a while but it's usually like on an island you know and there's like just a small group of them and you fight them but it's like the first time we've like gotten to experience them in this way so yeah it was very trippy when like you'd be fighting a bunch of ghosts and then like one would disappear and then it turns out they went downstairs to where one of your other teammates were and start fighting them or like they'll disappear and they'll reappear right behind you to try to like sneak attack you is really cool. But I am looking forward to the day where we actually have to fight another pirate crew. Yeah, yeah. Either if they're on the fortress or we're on the fortress, but it's like I'm I'm looking forward to that that battle just to see how it feels. Yeah, that was that I was actually thinking that scenario was going to happen yesterday when we tried, but uh no, it it, it didn't, didn't even happen. Um, we we got lucky. I think that's also why we did so many so fast. No one else was <laughs> challenging us. What I am curious though is like what the refresh rate is on those fortresses because like there's six of them on a map. So even if there were like other people in the server, it's like you could technically just have people kind of be circling around each other, going to different fortresses. So I'm wondering like how that would work out. I don't know, man. I'm gonna assume because like they're like. I guess always at, I'm I'm assuming I don't know I'm mostly active I'm going to guess like maybe 20 30 minutes but it's like not a lot of loot though as we discovered like it's a decent amount like you can't just abuse it over and over and over again cuz it'll also get really boring really fast but um right it's yeah I think it's probably a faster refresh rate than most world events uh, I don't know that's my guess and that's like the thing too because for the most part they just look the same they don't they don't act like the other forts that have like the the like skeleton like the the skull cloud head in the sky that like designates oh this one's active. It's like you just kind of have to roll up on the fortress and just test your luck and see what happens. Which I think is kind of like a nice change because it makes for a more unexpected adventure and instead of like oh you know uh, a fort's active let's go to it or hey look there's the Ashen Lord you know let's go fight that thing. It's usually, oh, there's Flameheart. All right, we're not doing that. <laughs> Speaking of, did did they take that out? I think they mentioned it. I don't remember if they actually did here. I'm gonna, I'll Google it real quick. Because I think, I think they mentioned that they're gonna be taking out the ghost fleets, but I don't know if they did yet or not. Speaking of taking out, yesterday this guy, we were worried for a second. We thought someone put Nyquil in your fucking pizza. Dude, <laughs> you were, you dude, were gone. So. <laughs> so uh, I need to talk about this again. So it was a combination of things, right? You know, got home. I was like chilling out. The idea was we're going to order pizza for dinner. It's like, all right, cool. And like before that, I was, I was kind of, you know, I was kind of nodding off a little bit. You know, I was going to take a nap. But then 
you know, right as I was getting to that sweet spot of like going to sleep, I like had to wake up and I was like, oh, fuck, you know, like, you know, that feeling that you're like ready to go to sleep, but then like right before you're there, you have to like wake up. And so like your brain is just kind of like in a fog. Yeah. yeah. And like, you're like, oh, fuck, you know, you, you feel worse than you did before. Yeah. And so that happened. Ordered, you know, ordered the pizza, was waiting. You know, it said about like 50 minutes or so. I was like, all right, cool. You know, 50 minutes goes by. I'm like, oh, maybe they're just a little busy. And so I, I usually give them like the, the grace period a little bit just to like, you know, see what happens. And then, you know, seven rolls around. And that was like the time that we were going to, you know, team up. I was like, fuck, you know, where's this pizza? And so I ended up calling them, right? And I was like, hey, you know, let's just check out my pizza. It's like, oh, it's like, okay, uh, what's... Uh, you know, what's your order number? And I give it to him. And it's like, okay. And then the next thing the guy says is like, uh, did they not deliver it yet? And I was like, oh no. Like in my head, I was like, oh no. And I was like, no. And so th- and they were like, well, our driver just got back and said that they, they delivered it. And it was like, well, I don't have it. And it's like, said they handed it off to this, this lady. And I'm like, well, Obviously, that's not correct. <laughs> <laughs> that's not correct at all. And they're like, "Oh," and I guess like he just like had the manager come on. Like I didn't, I didn't say anything. He just came on. It's like, hey, so like, and basically just confirming like the address. And I was like, yeah. And it's like, I don't have. It's like you know, I don't have the pizza. You know, I don't know what else to say. And it's like, all right, we're gonna we're gonna send you another one. It's like, all right, cool. And I'll give him credit. It took him no less than like 15 minutes to like make that thing and have it have the driver like haul ass to get here because that because i jumped on after i made that call and like less than like 15 minutes like i already had the doorbell ring it's like oh sweet all right and you know what it was actually a fucking decent pizza hell yeah but yeah it was just after having like that pizza though i was just Hard my body was shutting down like you got your sustenance i'm out <laughs> Yeah, it's like a uh, mission accomplished. Powering dough, <laughs> we traded places. <laughs> but yeah, but like the little bit of the fortresses that I got to play was really fun, and I'm I'm really looking forward to doing more. Hopefully this weekend, if people are online, I should be at some point. I don't know. I know I have to jump in this new raid at some point. I think we'll see if people show up. Um, I will say you you left before we sold. We can sell the uh, extra storage key. We got like full emissary rank. We got like six k out of it or or more. So it was worth it to get oh. an extra storage key and sell. It. Okay. So that was that was nice. I'll give them credit. It's actually really cool that they made an extra one just in case if like you didn't want to fight the the pirate the pirates. You could just find the key and just you know tread a rush and like open the door. Yeah. And like steal shit, or like maybe like use it as like a d- distraction. Yep. If you're fighting other pirates, maybe. Or yeah, rushing to the top to get some extra loot. Yeah, it's a interesting idea. I'm glad they kept it. Also, Flameheart is gone. I just double checked. Um, he okay. might appear in um, highest ranking Order of Souls Ghost Fleet Voyages. Okay. Green Blade might appear. So I mean, it it was time. It got to the point where everybody was kind of done with it, and so when you got near it, they just like people avoided it. So yeah. I think it was time. It was time for for Flameheart to go away for a bit. Yeah, and I always seemed to fight him in a storm, and I was like, "Oh my god, this is <laughs> oh no!" He's already like pelting my ship, pumping cannons into it. Now I'm sinking, and there's a storm. And then 
the two times I was doing it solo, there's like another sloop came to fuck with me. It's like, oh, this is fucking wonderful. Another time, though, a brig tried to fuck with me, and we just both died. I was like, all right, I'm taking you with me. Fuck you. No one's winning. <laughs> We're all going to die. Oh, no good. But yeah, see, these have been fun. Although, I have been playing another game, which mm-hmm. I I guess I'll talk about for a little bit. Um, so, I guess as, as of recording, it has been like officially released, but um, I pre-ordered one of the higher up versions so i was able to play the early access of wwe 2k 22 oh yeah for those of you that uh have probably listened before i i am a wrestling fan and i liked playing the wrestling games whenever they come out well actually no i probably might have not talked about it but um the last game that came out was 2k 20 uh 2k 20 a few years ago and the reason why it was a few years ago is because that game was a fucking trash fire. <laughs> like, I'm sure if you're on the internet in like tw- in like late 2019 to early 2020, you probably saw a bunch of wrestling memes that you did, probably didn't understand. And that was because of how bad that game was. Like, oh, it was a storm of shit. Character renderings were terrible. Like, game modes were tr- really bad. You know, it was buggy as all hell. And like most of it was because the people that usually made them um, ukes decided to leave. Like, you know what, 2K, we're done. We're leaving. And so pretty much for like games like that, it's like any other sports game. It's like, you know, you have to make a game a year. So it's like, you know, everybody's kind of like just pumping out games every year. You have the people that were making the games leave. And so now you have your internal studio trying to pick up the slack for a game that has a development cycle of like maybe a year, you know? And so it was, it was, I haven't had many experiences with feeling like wasted. I just wasted a bunch of money. That was the most recent time that I felt like I've wasted a bunch of money. Uh, that's 2k 20. That's 2k 20. More than Anthem? More than Anthem. Cause at least Anthem satisfied my base need of feeling like I was Iron Man which it did very well with. Uh, it did. Everything else was just kind of a disappointment. But like, I had my base needs met for with Anthem. <laughs> WWE 2K20 was just like, I still have it for some stupid ass reason, but literally within the month of it coming out, I stopped playing it. I streamed it maybe twice and I just stopped playing it, you know, erased the save file. You know, I was done. But that was that. 2K22? It is very surprising what you could do with having an extra year of development because this game, even though it has still some minor bugs in it, is overall very enjoyable and very good to look at. Hell I have been having so much fun with it. They overhauled the gameplay to a, a point where they, from what they said, is they wanted it to have to be a good cross between like a good pickup and play experience for people that have never played a game like this before. And also a game where a lot of veteran players can still kind of have a very good experience, you know, having a competitive, like, like gameplay. Um, and they did a pretty good job. I've been enjoying it. I haven't experienced all of it yet. I've been, I played just a few matches just to like, see what it's like. And then I've been doing like the career mode in it, but they have like so many other like options. Like they have a a showcase mode where it's themed around Rey Mysterio, so you basically go throughout like certain matches of his career 
And apparently something really cool is that in this mode, like they'll give you objectives to do during the match. That is basically like what happened in the actual like match in real life. And when you complete that checklist, um, it will seamlessly transition into the live footage of the actual match and like show you that special moment during that match and then transition back into gameplay. That's pretty cool. They, that's a good, uh, good feature actually to, to integrate. Yeah. I've, I've only heard good things about it, so I'm looking forward to trying it out. But one of the things that's been hyped up the most is a feature that hasn't been in a g- this game since the early 2000s and that is gm mode has finally returned so basically like you get to play the role as a general manager so like you have your brand that you control and so you kind of have to manage like okay who's which superstars you're gonna hire and then you know you have to kind of fill out your match card and like kind of run a show and then the whole the whole purpose is that you pick, you know, how many weeks of TV do you want to do? And then you have to try to like make the best show out of like the other like AI players. Or if you have a friend, you can play couch co-op and like you can, you two can compete with each other to see which one can make a better show kind of deal. And so that's, that's something I'm looking forward to checking in on. But uh, I think I was telling this to you like the other week. It's just, I've, I've been itching to have, like a game in my library that I can just pick up and like fuck around with. Mm-hmm. And the, the wrestling games used to be like my, you know, fuck around with kind of game where I could just like, Oh, I have some time to kill. I'll play like a few matches, you know, or it's like, Hey, I have this idea to make this stupid ass character. Let me, let me make it real quick and, you know, see how goofy I can make it. Nice. You know, so it's, it's been, it's been really nice to hack sh- to have that back again nice. after being very, di- being very disappointed like two years ago and like not having it like throughout the entire last year. So it's, it's been really nice. And I, I'm looking forward to um, seeing what they do with it. Nice. Hopefully that they can kind of maintain an upward trajectory from here. Sounds like they're making the right choices already based on that mode you described already. And that's what uh, kind of like the outer world is for me. It's like, I don't have a lot of time. And I just kind of want to play a game real quick. That's like my turn off my brain, have a little bit of fun kind of game. Mm-hmm. I haven't played. I will oh, go, go for it. Go for it. Go for it. Oh, no, go, you, you, you go for it. I mean, I haven't played like seriously played a wrestling game since SmackDown for the PS1. I played the shit oh, yeah. out of that game. It had like a like a story mode you would like go backstage to and fight people like off the books and mm-hmm. shit. You could make your own character and intro. I made some dumbass like I made a knight in shining armor would do a frog <laughs> splash and shit. I did I think I did me shirtless walking around doing karate kicks and shit. I did play uh-huh. that other one that was free. I think was it 2K17 or 18 with you? You and Jameson for like a hot minute and then it, it just stopped. It, something else came along but yeah, SmackDown for the PS1. Um, that was my jam. <laughs> I think I think you would actually really dig the career mode in this one. Um in the game it's called it's called My Rise, but it's pretty much like a career mode. I think you would really dig it cuz it is vastly a way better improvement compared to the last game. Um just like a quick summary, like the last game felt like it was very slapped together. The progression system felt very muddled because they had this whole like ability tree 
like system that didn't really work out too well just because like you had like your main three different disciplines, but then you also had like a special category that had like two more trees that you could upgrade, but like your upgrade points weren't like it it felt very much like, hey, do you want to spend some money to get some more, you know, special upgrade points to play your character? It's like, no, I don't. I want to just play a story. Thank you. So in 2K22, they've actually gotten rid of that whole thing completely. And now it's just a standard like stat sheet. If you pre-ordered like a game, they gave you like extra points. But like getting points isn't that hard in this new one. But it was like very simple. Like you just had like your standard stats. And then as far as like creating your character, they had a not simplified version, but they had their own version of the creation suite. Like the the main game, the creation suite is has like everything in it, but this one's a little bit more simplified. I think just because they wanted your character to feel like it fit into the world a little bit easier. But like you got to choose um, your background. So it's like, okay, it's like, um, like what, like what's the background of your character? Are they an indie wrestler? Are they coming from like the sports world? Like were they a football player? You know, um, were they like a movie star, an actor like coming in? And so like, you're able to like kind of like an RPG, like maybe not like uh, Fallout, but like maybe kind of like between like Fallout and like Mass Effect, you got to kind of like choose your like story basically. And then from there, it's like, okay, well, what like what's your discipline? Are you a striker? Are you a powerhouse? Are you, um, you know, are you ad like a, a high flyer kind of deal? And it's like, okay, cool. And then from there, you got to kind of choose like how your character looks like and like what what their name is and stuff from there, how they made the story is that they've made it kind of like a branching storyline. So basically what your actions are dictate how your story goes. So not, not kind of like a choose your own adventure kind of thing, but like a little bit of that mixed in if you, if you get what I mean. So like not to like spoil anything. I mean, it's, it's, it's a wrestling game. It's really kind of hard to spoil, (laughs) but like, like you start out and like, your character is starting their first day at like their performance center. And it's basically like where you go when you get hired and they train you. It's like, okay, cool. And so I chose like an indie wrestler, you know, kind of deal. So it's like, he was acting like, it's like, Hey, you know, I worked really hard in like the Indies for a few years. And now I'm finally getting my, my shot to like, you know, become a superstar. It's like, okay, that's cool. And like, you get to interact with the other people at, at the performance center and like Shawn Michaels, and Road Dog from the New Age Outlaws is like your fucking trainer. Oh hell yeah! And the, and and they are voiced by this by those wrestlers. And awesome. just like any other sports game, it's like a very weird delivery because you can tell they're kind of reading from a script, <laughs> <laughs> but still really cool. But yeah, and like they they'll give you like dialogue options, right? Yeah. And then between like the dialogue options, it's kind of like your Paragon and Renegade kind of thing. And so depending on how you interact with people, like you'll get like face points or like heal points. And then like at a certain point, like your decisions will kind of flipped your, um, like how people like perceive you, you know? So like, you'll be a bad guy if you're like being an asshole to a lot of people and stuff like that. And then like, you'll just have other like mini options throughout like the thing, like you have your phone and you'll get like tweets and like, dms and like people like challenge you to stuff and like 
you can interact with more people on like a, a small meta level that's cool kind of deal and and then basically like okay well you've been training now you're going to get your shot and then it's like you'll have a tryout and you do a tryout and then depending on how well you do you'll have three gms kind of like give you offers like oh come you know you come on on my brand and like you know you could be a uh, wrestling for my brand or like if you do kind of badly or not good enough some people even like decline you, know, you like an opportunity it's like oh shit okay so like like what you do kind of feels like it matters that's cool. and that's actually really cool for like a game like this dope i didn't think it would have that uh extensive story to be honest or uh mode no, like that like Neither did I. Um, I could be talking out of my ass, but I feel when they were talking about this mode, I think they said there was like over like 500 like dialogue options that will branch out your story. Nice. And they said like you could have up to like like 50 to 60 hours of gameplay depending on like what you choose. I was nice. like, oh, fuck, that's a lot. Is, Holy for shit. a wrestling game? Yeah, that is a lot. So I'm looking forward to... Um, seeing where my where my character goes and in, in that story but yeah i've been having a lot of fun with it nice. and i'm happy i am speaking of being happy and having fun um i don't know there was a couple trailers that came out but uh there's one big one i don't know if we want to save it for another one with, with our big episode we were planning but there was a little second trailer released for um mobile suit gundam uh, uh kukuru's dodens island uh, that just dropped. Basically, oh. the premise of this is there was actually an episode in the original series that was so badly animated that they actually cut it. It's not technically canon anymore. Like, if you find it, there's bootlegs of it and stuff. Um, but yeah, basically, the Gundam team goes to the island. There's like a defector Zaku pilot. He teams up with them, and then they leave or whatever. I, that's That's like the bare bones basic synopsis. But... Um, they're making an actual movie of that episode. Like they're expanding. They're oh, filling shit. in the blank. Yeah, it's called like Dones Island. Uh, you know, the white base crew goes in and the trailer drop and it shows like this Zaku pilot just like kicking ass. Uh, he's kicking, killing some Fetty suits. And eventually he's face to face with, you know, Amuro's Gundam. And we know, at least I think, that Amuro is not going to lose right out the bat. I mean, he won't die. We know that because it's like in the middle of the story. But um, <laughs> uh, it's just interesting to see that uh, they took, you know, almost like a la Star Wars, um, you know, they took this one line or this one little thing and they just expanded upon it, which, of course, for me, and of course, for you, Gundam, you know, awesome. And I love this timeline with White Base and stuff. So, there, yeah, there's a movie in the works for that. And uh, there's a still of it, too, with a, we only saw it a few times, I think, in the series, if not at all, where the... The RX-78 is dual-wielding beam sabers right at the end of the trailer. Oh, I was dude. like, what? All right. <laughs> you know, of course, we didn't see our red boy, but I'm sure he's going to make an appearance. It wouldn't be, uh, you know, Amaro and the gang without you-know-who showing up. So, but yeah. Dude, I didn't know about this. This I, I just kind of pulled up like a little like mini announcement trailer. And this looks fucking sick. Yeah, and it's, of course, doesn't have, they made sure the animation was good for that. <laughs> it's it's clean. Uh, it has like oh, it looks great. Yeah, yeah. So it, I'm curious to see what they do. And someone pointed out that um, the Zaku's face is particularly funny shaped, and that's supposed, I believe, to be an ode to that episode. Like it's not correctly animated for that reason. <laughs> so oh, throwback nice. within the the episode itself. So. 
or the movie, but we'll see. Dude, I'm, I'm excited. That's going to be fun. Um, speaking of Gundam, though, PlayStation had their uh, uh, state of play event this uh, this week, and they had a a trailer for the new Gundam game, Gundam Evolution. I saw. Basically, it's like a Overwatch like team based Gundam game in a sense, where it's like it's a team versus a team, and then they have objective objectives, and they you get to pick like your mobile suit. It has powers and all that. Yeah. Um, they're going to be having a beta test soon. And I think you can... I think... I don't know if it's open or not, but I think pretty soon they're going to have like a, a sign-up for the test. So that's going to be kind of cool. I'm hoping um, it comes out this year. But like, I, I'm, I'm, kinda, I'm looking at the, the announcement trailer right now, and it looks really fun. It like... It feels like the most like... It's like most Gundam but also like kind of not Gundam at the same time just because it's like it has all your favorites you know it has all your Gundams and all your other special mobile suits um but it's just like the the action just feels so fast-paced yep. and it kind of has to be just because of what it is but it just I never would expect a Gundam game um to be like the Overwatch model you know I I never expected like they would actually go for this kind of like game mechanic and I'm really glad that they're actually like releasing it to a worldwide audience because we don't get that many, at least not until recently, we haven't been getting that many Gundam games. Nope. Just wasn't a market. It wasn't, I mean, quote unquote, wasn't a market here for us. I mean, they just didn't I think, tap well enough into it. And, you know, then they have to do extra work to redub and all that and localize. But we're here now for real. They know we're here. We like Gundam. Please send more. Send us more robots fighting mecha please please <laughs> oh but yeah i'm excited and i'm hoping we'll be able to try it out because i'm sure we'll have a fun ass time oh, for sure yeah. i am sure it's gonna be busted fun and good but they in the trailer they released they actually showed off a new character that i don't think was announced they showed off that x the um the xd is going to be in it of course that's like the fastest one <laughs> it's like super fast. I don't I'm assuming the seed ones are pretty fast too, but Xy is ridiculous fast. That would be perfect for that game. I just hope that they have voice lines for the, the pilots so we can just hear um what's his face? Um Talk about Setsuna? Well, yeah, Setsuna just be like, I am Gundam. Man, I, I would love for them to put in the the voice actors from our region, but I, I am going to guess and probably accurately guess they will only do it in japanese and only do some english text but it would be dope if they could localize it that way it would be cool like i know for the most part for most anime games they t if it's not like dragon ball or like name like like naruto or like you know, name like very popular anime they normally don't but gundam battle operation 2 I've told you about um, last year, they actually put in English dubbing for like the game, like let alone like there's no like actual like, you know, pilot characters in it. But still, that's that's saying something like they saw how popular it got here. So it's like, OK, we'll make an English dub for it. Why not? Nice. So hopefully, if not at launch, maybe if it gets popular, like they see that people here are playing it, that will get, you know, a dub of it, yeah. hopefully. I hope so because there's, there's there's some good there's some good voice actors in the english dubs for gundam mm -hmm. so it'd be nice to hear them yep i just want to say 
know we've said it, we've shat on it. It's but it's finally coming. Overwatch two, but split. <laughs> you know, I've, oh, yeah. I've been fucking talking shit about Overwatch for the past five years, even though I devoutly played it for a long time. Um, they're finally showing us signs of life. Yeah, so basically, uh, there have been reports that uh, Blizzard is thinking about separating the PvP and the PvE so that they can deliver something to the to the fan base. You know, have have people be able to play the P the PvP like earlier, and that way they can have that out and then still work on the PvE, which I'm guessing is what's taking up the most time Probably. for them. But that's cool. They did announce a beta test that they have a sign up for already. So if anybody's interested, just go to their website. Um, this isn't an ad, but that that's cool. I'm I'm glad, at least for the people that are working there that have been working on this for a while, that they're finally able to kind of show what they've been doing, you know, amidst all of this, you know, controversy with the higher ups at the fucking company and shit like that. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm happy that they're able to finally kind of show off what they've been doing. You know, I know it's like as much as, you know, we don't like what's been going on. I don't think anybody's been liking what's been going on. You know, at the end of the day, we still kind of want to see what, you know, was going on just for the sake of the the people that don't get talked about, you know, that actually work there. But yeah, um, I don't think they officially announced when the beta is, but I think it was like sometime in the spring. So that'll be interesting. Try to try out some new stuff. Um, what else? What else? Um, we, we did see the Batman. Um, it's the bat. They didn't say it zero out of ten. That, that's the review. They didn't say it. <laughs> that's it. Uh, we yeah we we will be doing a a deeper review just because we're waiting for Marcel to watch it and then we'll make an actual like full on review. But I guess we can do like a quick just kind of like spoiler free you know discuss like you know our just immediate like thoughts about it real quick if you want to. Didn't say it's to bat. I don't know what else to say. Oh okay for real though. <laughs> this is film i think i'm i'm more keyed into marvel recently but uh this is a good batman film as far as i'm concerned um batfleck i think could have been better handled wrong on a lot of levels i don't know i also don't produce or direct fucking major films for warner brothers so i don't know about that but i think this is definitely a good batman movie and um i i i, I was we were talking about it with the guys today and we were talking like we were michael kane and shit and you know talking a lot of shit about Batman and whatever and wanted our own villain, you know, the rogues gallery villains to show up later. But I think it's good. I think it's even better than Batman begins and dark Knight rises like that. And it's, you know, PG 13, but there's still some raw moments. And I think that's about as much as I could say without going deeper Your thoughts, Brian. No, I, I agree. Like for, for a bit, like I haven't been really caring about a lot of the DC movies that came out like the last one i saw was suicide the new suicide squad and that was actually pretty fun um but like besides that like like the flash movie seemed interesting but like everything else was just kind of like oh, i don't i don't care so like this was the movie that i was actually excited about and i'm really glad that i really enjoyed it as much as i did like this this movie felt really great you know the their their ideas and their their decisions i felt paid off pretty well 
um, in my opinion. But yeah, like I walked out of that movie like waiting, like I want to, to see what happens next. I want to see where they take it from here. And I'm I'm more than sure they are probably going to make a sequel. I'm damn sure. Yeah. I, I'm damn sure. Like, so I whenever DC does another fandom event, I'm going to be hoping that some more The Batman gets announced in the future. Um, yeah, I'll I'll go more in depth about it with you guys um when we do our review but as for now just like yeah if you haven't seen if you haven't seen the batman and you're curious it's safe to say you have two positive outlooks telling you to go see the movie yeah it's good like it 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 does all the batman tropes well i think what you expect and i will say they he does i know you know i gotta save it for the review never mind i can't i can't it's gonna it's gonna explode (laughs) Into, into something Book yeah just never mind cut hard cut right there sorry y'all <laughs> i just if i go farther it's it's spoiler territory and and, and yeah oh yeah we'll, we'll we'll have that review yeah coming up in a little bit but yeah i don't know about you Joel, but is there anything else you wanted to uh talk about i mean there was that star wars trailer drop but like i said i don't know if we should save it oh god we should what save I, it for the big episode we were about to do I don't know. Uh, that's hard, though. I mean, it's a teaser. We could go more in depth, but I mean, we could. I think we could talk about it. Can we? Can we <laughs> you think we could talk about it? Can we talk about it? Hello there. Hello there. Oh, Joel, you start. You start off. Okay. Start so off. actually, I waited a couple days to to see it because also I was forgetting and I've been busy. Wow. I've been busy. I usually with Star Wars, like it's like literally within minutes. I don't care when the episode. Uh, seven came out that trailer i literally was like i need to go in the back at work and i watched the fucking trailer within <laughs> minutes uh, kenobi was like okay you know it's a mini series i know it'll be good and then i finally watched the trailer and i was like yep this is gonna be great <laughs> like i i'm not disappointed they're throwing in you know um inquisitors they even have you know the actor who played uncle owen in episode three or at least a, a, a deep fake of him uh there no that, that's him oh, it's, it's that's Joel edgerton nice okay so yep. um you know and and I, and I believe the the person that played Amber is going to also be in it nice. from episode 3. So that's cool. We're already seeing, you know, uh actors being brought back. We already know of one other big actor coming back. You know, we're all kind of waiting. But of course they're not they're, no. Mm. There's only a still that I think Entertainment Weekly released of of course the big bad in a dark lit room with some glowing oh, buttons. Yeah. yeah, um Oh yeah. We've all been waiting for this. Uh you know, say what you will about Star Wars, you know, and the prequels and the sequels, but everyone will agree. Ewan McGregor did his fucking best to save those movies, if they need, whether they need to save it or not. He gave his, he understood the assignment, and we all know that this will be. I'm, I'm damn sure that I won't be, you know, eating these words. That this will be good. <laughs> the trailer looked awesome. People, are, of course, you know, nerds are already tearing some things, but hey, yeah, it doesn't look like my whatever. Fuck you. Um, it's Obi Wan Kenobi. Shut up. It's gonna be great. <laughs> no, yeah, I, I'm, I'm excited. And oh, that moment where they start playing Duel of the Fates. Oh, yeah. That's where it's like, all right, let's go. Let's fucking go in all in. Don Williams do doing the fucking score, coming out of retirement. For for Kenobi, uh, and then like like I was super excited. Like I I'm looking forward to the show a lot. Um, I will say like I understand like the the dis- divisiveness of how the Grand Inquisitor looks in the trailer, and I kind of understand 
where some people are put off because I know at first I I, I kind of looked at it and I was like, that's an interesting take. But for me, at least, it's not going to take me out of it, really. Same. Just because like it's going to be there's going to be creative, you know, liberties taken for, you know, a character like that, because I forgot. Don't hate on me, but I forget like, the name of the race that the Grand Inquisitor is supposed to be. Um, but the only other time that we saw somebody of that race was in that small scene on Utapau in episode three. Yeah, that's it. And it was a character that was just kind of standing there. So it's like that that level of prosthetics isn't meant for somebody that's going to be doing a lot of like action. So I can understand there's like creative liberties taken on like an animated character. So that's it's gonna it's gonna be weird for like maybe like a half of the first episode or whenever they show up, but then after a bit it's gonna like be nothing and it's like okay this is gonna be sick you know no Brian you're wrong it doesn't match the alien from episode three that's totally gonna take me out I, how dare you how dare you they oh, that no. Utapau slash Utapu alien not one to one disgrace absolute absolutely disgusting don't watch this although. It is sick that they also have the fifth brother in there. Hell yeah. They had the fifth brother. And then they had like two Inquisitors that are new. At least I haven't seen them before. I, I, it's all new to me. If I forgot, oh well, it's new to me now. <laughs> I'm happy. <laughs> but, but it's kind of it's kind of cool that we're, at least for people who watch Rebels, to kind of see the fifth brother again. So it's mm-hmm. like, oh, you know, he's at a time where he wasn't <laughs> getting his ass kicked. <laughs> Only to get... His ass kicked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, 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 it's safe to say we're all excited. This is this is going to be fun. Oh yeah, and I, and I can't. I think that's that's the thing everybody's going to be waiting for is that that one moment, you know, oh, yeah. that one moment where we get to get to see Obi Wan and Anakin again. Oh yeah, live action with uh, uh, Ewan McGregor and Hayden Christensen, fucking. On the screen, yep. that's gonna be fucking dope. More than Quicksilver and WandaVision. Like, oh, <laughs> Ralph Boner. <laughs> Ralph Boner. Uh, ho- hopefully, there will be no Ralph Boners in in this show. Uh, some would say that's what Book of Boba Fett was, but whatever. That's a different story. <laughs> <laughs> Lastly, before we go, because I know you got to go sometime, somewhere soon. Uh, second Moon Knight trailer dropped. Looked even more dope. I'm super excited. Oh, yeah. It was kind of like a you know teaser behind the scenes. Um, it looks great. I'm excited. I know that's gonna be uh, holding people over until Multiverse and Kenobi, but uh, I'm I'm super excited and Juice. Uh, I Oscar Isaac is dope. Oh, yeah. Ethan Hawke I'm sure is gonna do a great job, and I'm sure there's gonna be more guest stars that we just don't know about that will show up, and it's gonna be awesome. So yeah, check out that new it, trailer if you're looks- even mildly interested. Yeah, it looks like it's going to be a very quality show because, like, I remember when they dropped the first trailer and I was like, this is a Disney Plus show. It looks like a movie. Like, they, it seems like they've really, like, gone way above and beyond to make this, like, project, mm-hmm. like, special. And um, what I find interesting is that the week before, actually, I think either this week or next or like next week, I think um, they are putting all of the Netflix Marvel shows on their Disney Plus. I thought they were already on Disney Plus already. They already still uh, more time. Oh, oh shit! They moved them because it's coming out the week before Moon Knight. So yeah, all the Netflix shows, including um, 
the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. show is going to be all on Disney+. And what's leading people to speculate is that because all, all those Netflix shows were a little bit darker mm-hmm. in, in theme. So a lot of people are thinking is like they're releasing all of those so people can like see them and then prepare themselves for Moon Knight, which might be like Marvel's first like dark toned yeah. Disney Plus show, which for Moon Knight, I think it makes a lot of sense. And I'm kind I'm kind of interested to see like how far they're going to take it, especially with a character like Moon Knight and like what that has to what that whole subject matter has to deal with. It's going to be interesting. And maybe there's going to be some surprises that they are trying to hint at. Maybe, I don't know. I'm not going to speculate just because I'm not super familiar with Moon Knight. So I'm just going in with eyes wide open. Um, going to enjoy it. All I will say is if, you know, Daredevil did a great job of being, being brutal. All the seasons were amazing. Uh, Punisher season one was really good. Cage season one was really good, and then the last episode of season two of Luke Cage was like, "Whoa, that's interesting." Iron Fist, uh, anyway, uh, Jessica Jones was really good, <laughs> really good stuff. Um, you know, the tone was very dark, but uh, all those shows, you know, yeah, save one, uh, did pretty well. So I think, yeah, that that's the right move, like getting people ready for Moon Knight with these these shows. Yeah, a lot of a lot of cool stuff in, on the horizon. Mm-hmm. Okay, but yeah, um, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. This could be a short podcast just because we, we wanted to we wanted to touch base, you know, let you guys know that we're still here. And then next week we'll try to get the, the gang back together, you know, and we'll have a have a a bigger get together. But um in the meantime, uh Joel, where can people find you? You could find me on twitch.tv slash acoustic avenger going back into Mass Effect as of tonight which means a couple days ago, if you're listening to this, I'm going to do some... I've actually never done this DLC today, so I'm gonna. it'll be actually new for me, which is pretty rare as far as Mass Effect goes. You can also find me on SoundCloud under Mad Mech Monster Mine. I just put three new songs that I'm working on that you can go listen to, and uh, give me your thoughts on that. You can also find me on Twitter. You can find me... uh, Sorry, (laughs) like spacing out a little here. (laughs) I, I promise I'm not asleep. Uh, usually I'm like the Friday. Re- yeah, I know, right? Friday brain. I'm retweeting the United We Nerd stuff. But if you want to find me on Twitter, I'm Acoustic Avenger. But instead of an I, it's a number one. What about oh, yeah. you, Brian? Where can we find you? Well, Joel, uh, you guys can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Brian Saber. Uh, and that's Saber with an R E on it. Um, you can also find me on Twitch. I'll stream every once in a while. Uh, it's twitch.tv forward slash Brian Saber. Going to be probably going to be doing some uh, 2K22 stuff in the near future. Um, probably check out some of the other modes that, you know, I want to, you know, take a look at like GM mode or something like you gotta that. Got to make um, Lucas Chainsaw. Yeah. He has to return. Lucas Chainsaw makes his debut, maybe. <laughs> Maybe I just make a make a federation of all all the wacky characters that <laughs> we thought of a long time ago. Um, but yeah, look out for that. As far as the podcast, um, we do have a Twitter. It's a United underscore We Nerd on Twitter. Uh, we usually post when uh, new episodes go live. 
as well as just kind of like talking about the nerd stuff that's happening on in the world, you know, have conversations that we like to see what you guys have to think about all the the nerd news that goes on. But if you wanted to be more direct with us as far as kind of like asking us questions that you want us to talk about on the podcast, um, Joel, where could they send said questions? Questions, comments, suggestions, feedback, reasons why you should like giant monsters, mobile suits, or watch Hathaway's Flash, or The Batman. Where could you reach us? United We Nerdcast at gmail.com. One more time for everyone in the back. United We Nerdcast at gmail.com. Hell yeah. And also be on the lookout. There's going to be some exciting uh, new developments for the podcast coming soon. Mm-hmm. Um, we didn't mention it, but um, we did technically pass our one year anniversary. Um, we're going to talk about it more when we can get the whole gang back mm-hmm. together. But. Um, a little teaser, a little tease, you know, just be be prepared to see some cool stuff coming down the pipe. Oh, yeah. But, yeah. Until then, though, hope you all have a good weekend or a good week, depending on when you're listening to this. I don't know what your schedule's like. Hopefully work isn't too bad um, or, you know, take a day off maybe. I don't know. Work sucks. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, until then, uh, keep on nerding, everybody. It's the bat! General Kenobi. It's the bat! General Kenobi. <laughs>